Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, I'm talking about raising your sexual bar as high as it can go, as well as taking your calls. Topics include, even when sex is amazing, I challenge you that you can always make it better. Ultimatums, never a good sign, but here's how to change the conversation. What to do when your partner thinks that sex once a day is still not enough. And how to get into the dating scene when you're young and ready to get out there. All this and more. Thanks for listening. The Big O. Everyone's always asking me about it. How do I get there? Or I've never had one. Or I can only have it on my own. Some people are like, I can only have it when I'm sleeping, Emily. That is actually a thing. He goes, but here's the thing about sex. It's not so linear and it shouldn't only be focused on orgasms. What about your pleasure? What about intimacy? What about finding other ways to feel good? I just want you all to think about sex differently because there's a lot more to healthy sex than just orgasms. However, I'm not saying orgasms aren't amazing. I mean, they are. You see, I can't guarantee you orgasms, but I can give you some tools to help you along the way. Thanks to adamandeve.com because they want to get you there too with their big O kit. It comes with a great little mini vibe plus a special climax gel that gets everything extra tingly. It's a great combo for some amazing pleasure, but also they want to give you more than the big O. You can also get 50% off one of your items and free shipping. I mean, have you been to adamandeve.com? They have so many toys, like literally every product you'd want, they have. All you have to do is use code EMILY at checkout and all the above can be shipped discreetly to your door. So while I can't promise you an orgasm, I can promise you a whole lot of pleasure and at least one big O. So check it out. You'll get 50% off almost any single item, free shipping and the free big O kit. Head over to adamandeve.com and enter code EMILY at checkout. Anyone in a relationship should communicate more, but one of the most important things you should absolutely be talking about is using more lube in the bedroom. That's why I want to tell you guys about Pure Lube, because it is seriously next level. I've been obsessed with this brand for years, and I'm a huge fan, which is why I'm so excited to be working with them. They have a ton of different formulas that are great for either exploring a new toy or making sure your time with your partner is that much more pleasurable. Pure's original formula lets you feel much more touch and sensation and even works great as a massage gel. Or check out their Aqua Water-Based Lube, which is super moisturizing and gets completely absorbed into your skin, leaving you feeling silky and smooth. The best part is that their products all use medical-grade ingredients and are completely hypoallergenic. So get that conversation started and bring Pure Lube into the bedroom. To try Pure for yourself, go to sexwithemily.com slash pure. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash P-J-U-R today. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. You know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, check out sexwithemily.com. We love when you go there. Check out our site. And also, you guys, you can easily subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. That really helps us if you subscribe and comment on iTunes. When you make a comment, that helps as well.
once you subscribe. You can also find us on Sirius XM Radio, Stars Channel 109, Monday through Friday, 5 to 7 Pacific. If you want a free 30-day trial, you can visit sexwithemily.com slash SXM or you can still call in. It's a blast. 888-947-8277 and all social media everywhere, everywhere, everywhere at Sex with Emily across the board. Enjoy the show. <laughs> so we did all these videos. If you haven't heard, check them out on YouTube or our site because we want to give you tips every day. These are from last year and I thought I'm sharing them with you. Change up your sex location. Now this might sound trivial. You're like, oh yeah, okay. Why? Like got the bedroom, like got kids. We can't have sex in, in the sex in the living room. But here's the thing. The thing that goes in relationships, why you think your relationship has gotten kind of dull and boring and routine is because there's no longer any novelty. There's nothing new. So even something as simple as having sex on the stairs, having sex in the shower, using props, like having sex on the couch in the living room, and then like putting some pillow, like actually I think the couch is a great place to have sex for stability. Like the, it's easier to hold on sometimes. Yeah. To have the, yeah. To have the, hold on to the back of the couch more than a bed. Like I like couch sex. Oh, you're right. It yeah, is a lot it, easier. It's a lot more sturdy. So, but you're, it's not even just for all the different, you know, in the laundry room and the dryer, on the dryer, on the wind, on the spin cycle, on the washer. I mean, this, the pantry. My friend who has three kids, she's in Chicago, and she called me, and she's like, "Guess what? We had sex in the pantry. Our kids were like doing something else. They have a big pantry, I guess." And she's like, "We did it." And it's like that might sound silly to you, but it's novelty, it's fun, it's exciting. So change up your sex location. I get if you have kids, it's difficult, but I think. Even getting a hotel room for the night is a great thing to do too. For a few hours, getting out of your normal routine will remind you that, oh, we can have this chemistry. We can make it hot again. We can spice it up. Mm -hmm. It's true. Yeah. And then like even what you're saying on the couch too, like not even just the back of the couch, but like over the armrest. Yes. Over the armrest is great too because you have more, yeah, you could lean back over it. You could lean on also on the couch, um, like if your partner's sitting there, like for oral, it's great. If you want to kneel, mm-hmm. give them oral. There's a whole lot of stuff you could do on the couch. I really wanted, I've always wanted a place that has stairs. Because I, like, well, when I was younger, it was to like run up and down the stairs. Right? But now that I'm older, I really want to have sex on the stairs. Yeah, it's hot to have sex on the stairs. You should have that on your bucket list. Find someone with stairs. Or just do it on random stairs. <laughs> That's going to be on my, my manifesting my partner. <laughs> no, gonna but be it's kind of hot. Like when you can't make it upstairs and they just throw you down on the stairs and you climb your way up. I don't know. It's yeah. Hot. It reminds me of that scene from this movie, A History of Violence, where they have sex on the stairs and it's consensual sex. I know that the, the movie sounds like it wouldn't be, but it is. And it's a little rough, but it's like, it reminds me of that. And it was like super hot. Yeah. I mean, I think that it is, yeah, I don't know that it did sound, it did sound like it could be a murderous thing. Um, it was It not. is just like, I was just trying to think about that. Like, yeah, it is, and why is that hot? Like, just seeing it, because it's like, you're spread, there's like the angle, like you could be high or lower, you're laying mm-hmm. back, you have the angle. Um, yeah. I think on the counter is hot. That's my video. Any counter. Yeah, and the table. <laughs> it's so cute in the video, because you like hop up on the counter, you're like, ooh, it's kind of cold, but I kind of like it. Use the pervertibles, use the pillow props, use the things around the house that can um, be sexy. Do you think that there can come a point in a relationship where you think the bar gets raised too high sexually? Or like how much is like, how much time should you let go between like how much time is too little time to like being like, wait, we're switching it up again. 
You know what I mean? I think that it's a, again, it take it depends on the partner. Both the both people in the relationship have to agree at the pace to which it's it's getting more intense. So if they're each like, you know, we're trying lube tonight, next week we're trying a vibe and then we're going and having an orgy. Like if you're escalating towards things and you're not talking about it, it might be too much. But I think um just like anything with any intensity, if you're trying to get back into shape and you like are over train, mm-hmm. that's a problem too. So just like with your sex life, you want to do it in moderation. But I often don't hear from many couples that they're upset that they're when they keep trying new things, it's too much. What I do hear is that like there's one partner who wants to try something mm-hmm. that their partner's not into. But as far as the escalating of like we try to vibrate or now we're so excited, we're going to go watch porn together. We're going to like write erotica. Like I would love to hear more of those calls where people just keep trying to spice it up and making an effort but yes of course in any situation it could be too much i just wonder sometimes if people think that their partner is like gonna just be like insatiable you know yeah. like it's the, that they're never gonna stop wanting more like they'll never be enough yeah you mean sexually or with raising the bar with what they do well like yeah sexually in that sense like i just wonder if that's ever like I, yeah no i think absolutely i think i've, I've definitely um, it's common that not not as common, but there are times in relationships where they're just on different sexual pages, and like maybe they're like, "Let's try to have a threesome, for example." And then the partner's like, "I want to do have it all the time, and now I think we should become swingers." And they're like, "No, I just wanted to try, you know, threesome." So I think that that can happen. But again, if you are in a relationship where you are communicating not only about what you're doing, but afterwards you're checking in, not just like. Have a good time? I had a good time. But how did it feel? Mm. How did it feel a few days after? Did you have jealousy? Even if it's a vibrator. Like, how was it bringing a vibrator in last night? Did you like that? What other toys could we try? I think rather than raising the, keep raising the level of the intensity, maybe on the, so if you bought a vibrator and you liked it, a great way to to have a, like, um, another move would be to just get another vibrator, Mm. you know, or try another toy or try something else. So I think if you practice within the same window, very same you know what I'm saying? Try vibe, try another vibe. Try some, try some, try some um, restraints. Do you think that it's like ever, do you think ever like there is a good idea to give like an ultimatum? Like to someone like if it is, if even if it's, if it's about sex or just in, in general is like. No, I am not a fan of ultimatums. No, I don't think that you ever want to be, give your partner an ultimatum because you're, you're actually saying to them, I mean, like, I guess where I have always had this when people are like, oh, I, I gave him an ultimatum to marry me. I said, you have to marry me or, you know, like that whole shit or get off the pot thing. And mm-hmm. it, what I think is that you never want to give your partner, you never want to, first of all, I always, my initial thought was like, you want to give someone an ultimatum to make the most important decision of their life. Like, I think it's important to let people come to, to decisions on their own and to let them, like, you want your partner to realize that they're on the same page as you. So I think that um, with ultimatums, it's more about, you don't want to, like, it's almost like a threat, too, an ultimatum. So mm-hmm. you don't want to threaten your partner. You don't want to scare your partner. But I think there's a way to set healthy boundaries with your partner about things that you want, things that you will accept and will not accept from your partner. But ultimatums make me... I don't love them. I don't like them in life either. Like if someone's like, we got to do this or that right now. Like I think they're angry and fear-based and 
typically do not work yeah like how would you like how could you phrase it differently if it's something that you're like this you're getting because i feel like people give ultimatums when they're literally like they can't take it anymore whatever it is that they're yeah i mean i think what happens is we do them because they work in the short term because we get scared you know so we think for example with like popping the question we're like oh Mm -hmm. yeah like like you have to you know we have to engage in or something and then the partner whatever it is they're going to cave because they have fear of abandonment and they have fear that they're going to lose their partner due to this ultimatum that's not the way to do it but i think that the difference is when you talk to your partner and you say you know what i understand that you might not want to get married right now um but i'm actually in a, i i need to be in a relationship right now that's actually going to the next level so I think that would be the way to have that instead of having an ultimatum or what are the other ultimatums people give or like um well like maybe if it's like about like a friend like that they don't like it's like if you continue to hang out with that friend like it's either me or him or you know what I mean or oh I've heard that stuff too I think it's the same thing I have a really hard time being in a relationship with someone who um has you know who chooses their friends maybe the friend is destructive like whenever he comes yeah. home he's drunk crashes his car like it's not healthy i think to say um it's a hard time for me to be in around somebody who who chooses to spend their free time with someone who gets them dragged into all these behaviors or has them do things that aren't healthy all right guys we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we're gonna get into your calls I know how difficult erectile dysfunction can be on relationships. The topic alone can feel incredibly stressful and confusing for both partners. But I'm here to let you know, no need to be ashamed. Especially because erectile dysfunction is the most common sex problem and affects as many as 30 million men. If you're looking for a solution that does more than just temporarily treat symptoms, now there's Gainswave, a breakthrough shockwave-based therapy. This treatment is different because it uses sound wave to address the root cause of ED, removing microplaque that builds up within the penis, increasing blood flow, and stimulating new blood vessels. Not only does Gainswave's premium brand of shockwave therapy optimize erections, it's also a safe, non-invasive, and drug-free treatment to heighten sexual performance by enhancing blood flow. The best part is Gainswave has a 75% success rate and can also improve pay Peyronie's disease. The procedure takes just 20 minutes and most men can enjoy benefits the very same day. If you think you or your partner could benefit from this treatment, check it out and tell us how it goes. There are over 300 Gainsway providers across the nation. So to learn more, go to sexwithemily.com slash wave. That's sexwithemily.com slash W-A-V-E today. I am so excited to let you know you can now hear Sex with Emily live five days a week on Sirius XM Radio. You'll find me on Stars Channel 109, Monday through Friday at 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern. But don't worry, the podcast is staying right here. My brand new radio show will have everything you love about Sex with Emily and more. Because every day I'll be interviewing guests, sharing the latest news, and my favorite part, taking your calls live on the air two hours every weekday. If you're a SiriusXM subscriber, you already know how great it is. If you never tried it, get a free trial for 30 days. Just go to sexwithemily.com slash SXM. That's sexwithemily.com slash SXM today to try SiriusXM for yourself. See you there. All right, let's chat with Amber. She's 29 in California, and she says that her boyfriend says that sex once a day is still not enough. Does he now, Amber? Tell me everything. Hi. Hi. So, (laughs) well, so I've been with my boyfriend for six years. Okay. And 
sometimes we have sex twice a week. I mean, twice a day. Um, but usually it averages out to once a day. Right. And um, sometimes he'll just be like, I can't believe we, we haven't had sex in forever. And I'm like, we just had sex last <laughs> night. Like, what are oh you talking God. about? Yeah. That's and... A- like, especially if we go out and, you know, get drunk, and then we come home, and I just want to fall asleep. He's like, guess I'll just go jack off again. Oh, okay, got like, it. You guys got into that thing. What are you talking about? I, I yeah. know. Well, that's the thing. Well, first of all, he should go jack off. Men jack off, they, they do it in relationships. Our relationships, it's healthy. But you know what's He should make you feel bad. He doesn't, yeah. he doesn't even think that, like, women go and masturbate or watch porn. Like, that to him is, like, a taboo. Really? Okay. Yes. Wait, he doesn't think that women masturbate or they shouldn't masturbate? No, so he's never, or like he, he's like, I don't know if he's like embarrassed to talk about it, but he's like, we've been together for six years, right? Yeah. So we've talked about marriage and everything and every time like a porn situation has come up, he's like, he jokes out and he's like, ew, do you watch porn? And I'm like, uh, no, like I lie about it. No. Oh, okay. Well, listen, this, this is. But now it's like six years of lying. Yeah, yeah, six years <laughs> is fine. You know what, Amber? If this is your husband, your future husband, this is your year. You're going to have a talk with him okay. and you're going to be like, babe, I love you. You're going to do it outside the bedroom. And you're going to be like, I love you. I love our sex life. Like, first of all, Amber, let me just tell you this. The fact that you're still having sex Almost every day right. after six years, you should get a fucking medal. Have you been listening to the show? <laughs> like nobody does that after like the first year, two years. I mean, not, I don't mean nobody. I know. Yeah. So, so that you're doing great, girl. So, so what I'm saying is, and there's the thing. This is why I was talking about sex education earlier. It's not just for kids; adults need it too. He doesn't understand. Right. Women, maybe he grew up thinking it was wrong, porn's wrong, he still has shame around sex because his parents told him not to masturbate or his religion, we don't know. But we all come into relationships with this preconceived notion about what sex is and no one ever tells us differently, so we assume. So now it's time for you to have an honest conversation with him about what you actually want. Like, So you do masturbate, right? Yeah. Okay, awesome. Do you know that my mission is to get women to masturbate more because we don't do it enough? And the more we masturbate, yes, the more we want sex. Yeah. What's weird is I don't like, I don't want straight porn. It's weird. I, I like, I like girl on girl porn. I don't know why. Most women, no, because most, a lot of women who are not interested in being with women at all get turned on by lesbian mm-hmm. porn including myself anyone else in here I'm with yep. four women all the way all four yeah. of us just raised our hands that we all watch lesbian porn <laughs> so you're good with that girl yeah. and girl what do they call it now yeah so here's the thing <laughs> he's got a lot of learning to do you got a lot of learning to do and I think this could be amazing for your relationship if in a really like positive okay. way you could be honest you could say babe I I do watch porn and I think it's really hot and I haven't told you this but I think what you're going to start with is you know what I've realized We've never really talked about our sex life. And like in a way mm-hmm. that I feel would be so good for us because I know you want sex all the time and I love having sex with, with you too, but I, I want to have a conversation with you about it, about what actually turns me on. And then baby, like fantasy right. is so hot for couples. I'll bet you he'll be like, he won't 
care that you haven't told him for six years you could say to him i didn't tell you because i feel like there was some judgment from you on it and i felt shame because most people do feel shame around it and that's why we don't talk about it right Right. so i'm trying to break that Mm -hmm. loop because nobody well, he feels shame too probably for his own things so so now you're like listen i actually do watch porn and I would love to talk to you about ways we could both get off and spice things up so we both want to have sex at the same time. And like, what's your fantasy? Here's mine. Like, not that you have to have totally. sex with women, but like, you could watch it together. Like, yeah. It's yeah, time. Yeah, like sometimes we'll just wake up and be like, okay. And I'm like, I'm not ready. Like, right. we need to make this happen. It's a process. Like, I'm not just like waking up ready to have sex. Nobody That's is. Not how it works. You got to get warmed up. He's got to go down on you. He's got to use yeah. his fingers. You need your toy, whatever it is. Of course. That's like, that's okay. what women need. Nobody's ready in the morning. Okay, well, I'll talk to him about it. Oh, good. Amber, let me know how it goes. <laughs> I'm here every so night. Much, You're welcome. Bye, Amber. Bye. Have a great night. Communication is a lubrication. Talk about it. That's like... Yeah, I mean, like, every day. And I mean, I, I would say I have a pretty high libido, and I'd be down every day, but if it was, like, more than that, I would just be like, no. I gotta get Where's stuff time? done. What, right. Who's got the time for sex <laughs> twice a day if you're not on vacation? Or 18? Even then. I can relate, though, at least on the comment that she made about how he's a go, I guess I'll go jack off. Cause I That's had a, passive-aggressive. I had an ex who would spite masturbate right next to me in the bed. <laughs> spite masturbate yeah because he would come over late yeah he'd come over late yeah he'd come over late and i would be like i have school this is back when i was in college i was like i have school in literally five hours if you wanted to have sex you should have came over two hours ago exactly and then he would just be like kind of like oh fine whatever you never want to have sex anymore and then he would literally just shake the bed because i'd be like just go masturbate if you really need to and he would just do it next to me in bed and just shake the bed i'm like so now i'm not sleeping anyways that's so rude he was a young kid but still this is what i'm saying spite masturbate because that's another way that women feel inferior yeah i've never even heard of that (laughs) i have i was like i guess i don't care now i can't even remember if it was me or someone else but like yeah i've heard that before i've never done it but that's a known thing that that men will be like oh i guess i'll jack off and that women also feel offended when they do jack off we're all so confused about i don't know the word we are confused but we also never had the right information that masturbation is part of having a healthy sex life. It's actually good for us. It's something to be threatened by from your partner. And if we start talking about that right away, like Jamie, you could talk about masturbation. We're giving Jamie fodder for her date tonight. Things to talk about ahead of time. You could ask him if he masturbates. Oh, I know that you do. I mean, we kind of did talk about oh, that's that. That's true. Jamie's like already covered it. Date one. Oh, no, yeah. It was yeah. funny because we were. Ta- I was talking about because we, you know, we watched Ozark, and then I was like you know made a joke i'm like yeah this is totally turning me on like not really but it's actually a great show so we actually rewound it and watched it from the beginning all the way start to finish and then we were just talking about different things like that elicit i don't know a horniness or a horny feeling i'm like i could literally be watching cartoons and just start masturbating okay we have Brittany, who's 27 in new york and her boyfriend keeps asking her if he can eat her butt Hmm. Wow, so relevant. (laughs) (laughs) Brittany, hey, thanks for calling. You must be reading our minds here. We were just talking about that on the break. Um, I love your show. Thank you. My question is um, it's actually the opposite. My boyfriend is asking me to lick his, and he he likes to lick mine. Oh, okay. (laughs) How do you feel about that? So, okay. We've been together about a year, and our sex life is pretty decent, but sometimes if we're doing 69 and I'm down there, or 
whatever, he's like, he's like, lick it, lick my butt. And I'm like, mm. yeah. I mean, I just, I can't really just get myself to do that. I and know. I'm pretty adventurous and easygoing with things. I get it. Well, what if you guys I took a know. shower? What if you guys took a bath or a shower first? I mean, that's what I was going to ask you. What's the do cleanest, that. safest way to go about this? Honestly, that's what you do. Take a bath, take a shower. Like, before you have sex, you're totally clean. And really, you just need to, like, if you want to, like, lick it. Use some lube, too, if you want to, like, put it on your finger if you don't want to do the licking yet. Because here's why uh, anal licking, eating ass is, like, a whole thing right now. Because I think we see it a lot in porn. That's one reason. But also, it's there's a lot of nerve endings outside the anus. So the whole, like, um, sphincter muscles and the rectum, just, like, tracing a finger around there can feel great for men and for women. So if you use like a little lube or flavored lube might be cool and then taking a shower and then you can just lick it and see how it is. But if he's clean and you shower, it's just, you know, try it once. And that's fine. I think so. Oh, I mean, he does it safe? all the time. <laughs> yeah, sometimes yeah. people are more open. That's great that he does that to you all the time. And that's super cool that he's not in, you know, that he's like, I just want to do it. And that's hot. And maybe you'll get there one yeah. day if you like it. But if you're not there yet, what I'm hearing from you is it's probably because it just feels kind of gross and dirty, right? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm a germaphobe. Oh, then of course. <laughs> he has to shower and then like shower again. Like that's fine though, honey. Like embrace that. There's no you wanna go okay. eat ass without someone who's showered? You don't I'm not no. gonna make you do that. Take a shower, clean, <laughs> put some lotion on each other, light some candles, and then just like, it doesn't have to be a whole thing. You could just like, during 69, like lick it a little up and down, play with your fingers a little bit, and just tease it. He just wants to see what it feels like because for a lot of men, that area feels amazing. A lot of straight men, you know, and they just are realizing that now. Hopefully, a lot of, it's on the, you know, I talk about it all the time, but for men, there's like inside too. There's a prostate, feels amazing. They have great orgasms. So yeah. He might really like it. And then just start with a little bit licking and see how it goes. Okay. All right. But in the moment, if we're just doing 69 before we shower and he asked me to do it and he's not showered, it's, what can I well, do? Well, how long have you guys been of... together, Brittany? A little over a year. Okay. I think it's great to say, so you don't have to worry about it next time you guys are getting 69. You could say, Let's, when's, when's the next time you're going to see him? tomorrow all right so you're going over there after work here's the thing there's a lot of things that were like well when 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 i say do it tomorrow night say i got i can't wait to have sex tonight let's shower let's i want to shower with you or bring over a new soap that you want to try like bring over get him some body lotion you know i want to try this new massage oil shower together and then do it do it tomorrow like what do you you know like let's just get this stuff off our lists so we can just move forward and have great sex all right awesome Okay, Brittany, then you got to call me. Learn how it goes. We're here. Thanks for calling. Hold people accountable. Mm. Hold yourselves accountable. We've all been doing things in this room this week that are just <laughs> blowing my friggin' mind. <laughs> it's really. been a great week it's in the second It's been such a great week. We are like breaking through. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's talk to Ricky, who's 27 in Colorado. Oh, he just hung up. It's a really good question, so I still want to answer okay. it. Okay. He wants to know... He had a question about the dating scene for people in their 20s. So like how they can kind of tap into oh, that. Oh, okay. Stuff. And he's in Colorado? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I mean, I feel like it's like, isn't Denver like the number one city to live in right now? Here's the thing about dating in your 20s. I think, and you guys can speak to this, is that it's kind of like dating at any time, but it's even better in your 20s. Like I, I in your 20s is when people are mostly not matched up. You're going out more after work. Um, I think it's really about finding your people in your 20s that you like hanging out with. So 
great group of friends, cultivating your community, because that's how you meet people. It's through people you like. You're going to meet other people, which was like the whole thing on Facebook initially, like friends Mm -hmm. of friends. But really, that's how we find love. So I think be active in your community. Do do things that you wouldn't normally do, like sign up for a class um, that you actually been wanting to take or at your gym, do a class there. Talk to people that you wouldn't, practice talking to people. So here's the other thing. I think that there's a lot of um, fear around approaching and just talking, and especially now with like cell phones, and we're just, we're just we always have entertainment with us, so we're not even like making eye contact. But there's a lot to be said for just going up to someone and start talking and practice communicating with people that you're attracted to or not, because mm-hmm. it's just a skill. Tell everyone you know that you're single. Go on the apps if you want. What do you guys think dating in your 20s? I've got a bunch of 20 year olds here. I yeah. mean, I feel like we were just talking about this today how, like, I feel like more and more millennials are also feeling more burnt out from using dating yes. apps. And, like, I, for one, am definitely like trying to do just like more things that I'm interested in, meeting people more organically and in person because I just feel a better connection that way. And I feel like I'm also better in person as yeah. opposed to like on the apps. Exactly. We were saying on the break, I was saying, well, in the 90s, when I was in my 20s and dating, I, we had no internet. We didn't have phones. We didn't have apps. You'd have to go out. And I really just would, and I'm not even a big, I've never been like a huge drinker. Like not that I didn't go to bars and have fun, but like I really just in my life, like through work or going to dinner, saying yes to things and meeting new friends and just going to parties and being active. Like I was an athlete, I used to run marathons. Like I would just be open to meeting. Yeah, especially I feel like Denver, so many like amazing like outdoor activities are such a like great way to meet people. So many. I don't know what you're into, but. (laughs) Yeah, like and whatever you're into, like, I think why not do the things that you love and that you're into because then you're obviously going to meet people who actually have something in common with you. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks to my amazing team, Ken, Samantha, Julia, Michelle, producer Jamie and Michael. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. I know I talk a lot about sex toys for women, but not to worry, guys. Let me give you a helping hand. Well, actually, you're going to have to use your hand or your partner's hand. But let me tell you about the new Flesh Skin from Fleshlight. The Flesh Skin is a compact stroker unlike any other. It's open at both ends and has finger holes for the perfect grip. So whether you're using it on your own or letting your partner do the heavy lifting, it's the perfect addition to your bedroom activities. The combination of the comfortable grip, the ability to vary the pressure, and Fleshlight's ultra-realistic silicone will let you in on all the sex toy fun. Just grab some water-based lube and use the Flesh Skin to add a whole new range of sensations to your pleasure. Get a better grip with the Flesh Skin. Just visit sexwithemily.com slash Fleshlight. That's sexwithemily.com slash Fleshlight to order your Flesh Skin today.